0: Podcast Network After Buzz TV. Over twenty million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs>
1: Welcome to After Buzz TV. You're here for The Last Ship, episode number 11, called Valkyrie. I am Monsi Bolanos with you this week. Also, my awesome co-host, Bobby DeMuro. Uh,
2: Hey, Monsi. I just had a fly fly in my drink.
1: Yes, I did.
2: And I, uh, I, I got a tweet from somebody. Okay, this matters. This is why I have a fly swatter. So if you see it around, I'm going to try to swat it. There is a fly. I got a tweet from somebody about this show. K. Kelly three day on Twitter mm-hmm. tweeted me said don't put into the universe that Jeter is gonna die. I responded to her that I was gonna say I'm an angel. I responded with I'm angel,
1: mm-hmm. which, which is you're not.
2: Stupid. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's been a bad day to be Bobby. It's, it's been a really a bad day, day to be Bobby. Bobby. It's a long day. Let's just talk about the show because I need to go to bed. There's that fly.
1: Please kill it because I swear to Lucifer. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm gonna not be able to do this with this slide.
2: Well, I am Angel. Uh, <laughs> hey, one thing before we get started. Actually, one serious thing. Yes. So next week's show is with Travis Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. He is going to come here. Lieutenant Danny Green. Travis Van mm-hmm. Winkle's the, the you know the the actor's name, the person's name. Yes. Uh, Lieutenant Green will be sitting right over there. One important note for the folks at home. It is going down on Tuesday, September first at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern in America, 6 p.m. Pacific on Tuesday, September 1. We need to change schedules September around. One. The VMAs are on August 30th, which here in L.A. just screws everybody up. Mm-hmm. I believe Kate Aquilano is at a wedding.
1: Yeah, she's uh, not going to be able to meet her future ex-husband. That's, that's gonna unfortunate. Be, that's
2: going to be future ex-husband. <laughs> future. That's going to be tough for her. Yeah. Uh, but So Tuesday, September 1, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. So please tune in for that. Tuesday, September 1, 6 p.m. Pacific. And also Tweet us your questions. I've gotten tweets already. If you want to do on the YouTube, uh, the link of this Mm -hmm. one, if you want to do questions in the comments, we'll take them there. You can also tweet them at Monty Bolanos, at Bobby Demuro. All right, you got to do the show now because I'm just going to swap the flies. Yeah, he's
1: just going to swap the flies as I talk about an episode that made me nervous, uncomfortable. I even shed a tear. Uh, Did you really? (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, I was fighting it, and if I wouldn't have fought it, it would have been like, okay.
2: Who who are you going to cry for then? Which one?
1: Which I no, it was the scene. It was the scene with Beavis.
2: Which when she dies specifically? Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you haven't seen the episode, you (laughs) shouldn't be watching (laughs) or hear us. Don't be listening to us.
2: Don't be don't be watching the after show. Don't do that.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I got me. Just because she was surrounded by two people who really cared about her, not just Burke, who has been you know falling in love with her this whole time, but also Wolf, who they've had a close relationship. And you just knew instantly. Like, I actually didn't think. After we lost, um, I believe it was Lieutenant Walter, Lynn Walker. That's Mm -hmm. who it was. After we lost Lynn Walker, Lieutenant Lynn Walker. And then we lost Chung, Andy Chung. I was like, there's no way we're going to lose somebody else. And then we
2: lost Beavis. Is
1: that the spoiler alert you got?
2: Yeah, the spoiler alert I got was Beavis. Uh. I looked on Twitter before I watched. Just stupid. Uh, Always stupid. Uh, Yeah, I, I... Beavis was a surprise. I actually, this is gonna sound terrible. It's rather lose her than Chung. Cause she is a gun. She's a hired hand. You got a few of those. Yeah. I know you're, you're losing them now. But you have Burke and, and Wolf and Miller who wasn't on the mission and a bunch of guys who could come in, guys and gals. Uh, Chung's the bad one. Chung had a skill set.
1: Yes, I agree so, with you. So,
2: that's tough. Now, from a relationship standpoint, losing Beavis. I mean, Burke, dude.
1: That, I know. You should have. I can't got believe it. You that. You should
2: have. You should have sealed the deal when you could.
1: Right? That last week. And actually, I'm also against her dying because I feel like the show is heavily populated by males. And just the ship itself, why kill a woman?
2: Fair point. Um, Yeah, that's a fair point. Although I will say that her character increasingly had been limited. They didn't go into her backstory. Okay. So they would have had to have started, you know? They didn't go to her backstory. They have not with Wolf a ton. Right. But they didn't go to her backstory, and she had just kind of the thing with Burke. And maybe they felt like, well, it wasn't going to go anywhere, or we need Burke for missions or for something else. Who knows what's going to happen mm-hmm, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay with her leaving. Yeah, I,
1: I'm not necessarily against it. You're right. They're, like, Chung is definitely a harder pill to swallow in yeah. the sense of the ship and what he did. Uh, and I'm not, like, dying over her. It just, you know, why? It was...
2: And it could be it could be business. I'm looking this up right now. I promise you guys, I'm not texting. I'm looking up research. Uh, it could be business. The actress could be doing something else. Yeah, she could have had another gig and said, "Hey, it's you got true. you got to write me up." So it's true.
1: <laughs> but it was a great scene. I I loved it. It got me. Uh, but let's start from the top. I really like how we basically start off right where we left off. I thoroughly enjoy that. And the first thing we hear is basically the survivors from the explosions in New Orleans saying things. You don't see them because you see Tom Chandler on the ship and everybody but you hear voices you hear people exchanging information and one of the things they say is look what the Navy did to us. So yeah these survivors are not thinking that it's Sean Ramsey or the Immunes or anyone else they know or they think it's the Navy ship because of that video that they altered. Uh, But Team Cobra is kind of on their own mission, so we'll talk about Team Cobra first and then we'll go into the big stuff. Let's do it. Yeah, Team Cobra is trying to save the survivors from this explosion and they're helping everyone they can. Uh, I thought we were going to lose one of them. Right When you were like, oh, spoiler, why did I see this on Twitter? I thought we were going to lose somebody from Team Cobra. Just because we didn't know they were going to go out to the oil rig at that point. when You know what I mean? Yeah. like It was just like, ugh.
2: Yeah. Uh, and it would have been tough to lose any of those three.
1: Yeah, it would have been really hard to lose any of those three. Uh, they So they start helping out, and they're trying to help the survivors. But later on in the episode, Team Cobra has responsibility to try and triangulate the signal that they're trying to find. And they do find it, and they figure out it's this oil rig that has... The center, connection, everything. Uh, unfortunately, Team Cobra cannot stay on land... Helping you in that fly swatter. <laughs> what,
2: what's the problem? It's
1: just pretty and pink and a flower. I'm just it's,
2: waiting for the fly to come. I know, by. it
1: is around and I see it and I hear it and it's annoying. <laughs> uh but they didn't
2: mean to cut you off. It's
1: just I see it and you're just your eyes are like, Where is this where is this? I'm gonna use it. Unfortunately they don't get to stay on land very long because what is that guy's name? The guy that they had captured that's part of the munes.
2: Oh god, we talked about him last yeah, week. Yeah, we talked is-
1: about him last week and I don't think we got his name this time.
2: Well, we don't. it doesn't matter anymore because he's gone. Because
1: he's gone. Uh, but the immune
2: from... We, we were given his name, the guy that they captured, and I the... can't think of it because we're dumb. Yes. Um, no, <laughs> listen. Straight up. This, this is why I would make a bad soldier. This is going to sound terrible about me, but it's totally true. I would make a bad soldier because this mission for Cobra to go help survivors. Mm-hmm. Hundreds, thousands, however many people are dead and wounded and in mm-hmm. pain. And... The Navy sends three guys in a little boat. Right? I'd be like, dude, utilitarian theory, man. Let's not even do it. But to the Navy, this is what you do. You help people. You help all the people you can. I would be a terrible sailor. I would be like, nah, Commander Ch- Captain Chandler, I'm good.
1: I'm going to stay.
2: Let's stay on the I'm boat. i stay
1: here. I was, but if you want to send. <laughs>
2: if you want to send 100 dudes, I'll, I'll be dude 101. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would make a terrible sailor. But it's like, what are you supposed to do? And I know that that's what they have to do. It's their job. But how much can you do yeah. with them? I mean, it's nice. The one thing that they did, and maybe the, the other reason to make the rescue with Team Cobra, was you're actually gaining intel, right. right? They're already out there, but you're actually gaining intel, and you're like, well, what's the lay of the land? These people turn out not to be immune. Mm-hmm. They're not against us until the well was poisoned by that dude who showed him the video and right. just saw the fly. I know.
1: It's, it's over here, but I agree. Um,
2: so, I, so, so, so you gained a little bit of intel, right? Mm-hmm, so that's exactly. a valuable thing. Right, and nobody died, and Texas shot in the ass was just a shot yeah. in the ass.
1: So I know, which I loved. I thought it was great that, <laughs> and that he says that that he would get that. He's like, "Get shot in the ass." And...
2: I love the the one line that was almost too ridiculous, though. The one line I had a problem with in, in this episode when he jumps in the boat after he gets shot, and he goes, "I can't believe they shot me in the ass." Yeah, which is funny. That's Tex, but it wasn't people who they had a history with. It was no. just a random non-immune, yeah, regular just civilians. People. If it were the Ramses, that line would have been perfect because yeah. it's like their nemesis, but Texas. That want to get shot in the ass. Yeah. But these were just strangers. So I was like, well, I guess you gotta use the line.
1: You gotta, and he, yeah. You I gotta just, throw it on. You do, you do. Uh, <laughs> but I they leave, and that helps them eventually get to the oil rig. But from we'll talk about like the beginning of the other side of what's happening here. Okay. Cause man, so they're trying to deal with the release of this video that Sean Ramsey has sent out to everyone, where he uses the word I was here. We were first here as allies to the USA. Uh, We no longer are when we realize the truth that the Navy is attacking us and there's a new world order that's going to take place and this is all being broadcasted and all you basically have to do is pick up a phone. They can't stop it. They don't know where it's coming from, but anyone and everyone is getting this message by Sean Ramsey and he's watching himself.
2: He's a little narcissistic.
1: Yeah, he's like his own, his biggest fan.
2: Well... Listen, we see this later in the episode. So the last couple episodes with Sean Ramsey specifically, he's been crazy like mm-hmm. he's, he's he's insane but he's also been um the more level-headed of the two brothers mm-hmm. and then today we got two big signs that we all need to think about moving forward from ramsey from sean and the first one was this watching himself he was almost like mouthing words Res- like yeah. admiring himself or oh, whatever yeah. which was a little stupid like dude you got a thousand things to do you already filmed this you don't need to be watching yourself but he is other because mm-hmm. he's a narcissist but that egomaniacal thing is going to come back and bite him uh, this looks great on TV. I know. <laughs> um, The second thing is the biblical reference. Mm-hmm. The brothers. What did he right. say? Moses and, and, and uh, Aaron?
1: Yeah. Um, both, yes.
2: That's like any you compare yourself to somebody in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Here's my rule. If you compare yourself to anybody in the Bible, red flags go way the hell up. Like yeah. that's just like. What do you think of yourself to be in a book like that? You know what mm-hmm, I mean. Mm-hmm. It's a little scary. Oh yeah. So I know he's not comparing himself to Jesus, but it doesn't make it better that he's comparing himself to Moses. Not at all. That's not not a at all. Thing. Not at all. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Two signs, man. Red flags, purple or pink. Uh, fly swatter should go up at home. Boom. This guy's trouble. We already knew he's trouble, but this guy's know, like, like we knew this that. guy's like mental trouble uh,
1: yes i agree this episode i thought he's mental yeah necessary before it was like oh he's just uh like greedy and wants power but now i think he's mental because of how he was like watching himself and saying the lines like he, he was a groupie even
2: his it's brother so, like even his brother yeah. his brother when they sat in that moses conversation mm-hmm. about the body you know moses and stuff and his brother was just kind of sitting there like yeah this is what mom said yeah. you're right brother mm-hmm. you just anything to make it stop mm-hmm. <laughs> anything to let me go away when when the crazy brother suddenly seems uncrazy <laughs> you got a problem
1: i know and I, know. I was wrong about him well no maybe he still might shoot his own brother because he's crazy. I, get this fly. Like. I'm actually
2: going to use it as I know. A now
1: you're fanning yourself. <laughs> now you're fanning yourself. I don't even know what. Let's
2: yeah, talk. folks, we got a lot to talk about today on the Last Ship After Show, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. I'm filming tweet questions, too. Do um, it. Let's do it. Oh, somebody just pointed out, was this the second time that uh, that Tex has been shot in the ass? What was the first? I just was watched it the whole first one? season. I'm trying to think about that. It sounds like it could have been the second time. I'd have to go back and look at that. Um, but, but other tweets, a couple other tweets of note. Um, somebody asked is Beavis uh, and Lieutenant Chung Ravi and Lieutenant Chung's death the major death in this season no or will there be more
1: there will be more
2: I agree with you who will it be
1: <sighs> I say oh I don't know it's that's rough that's rough
2: because you already I, know who I say Burke no come on Who'd who, it, who, who, you who say? am I saying the whole time
1: what have you been saying cheater? Oh, cheater, that's right. Well, yeah, that's right. I'm stupid. You have, I no know, and a I'm cheater. not
2: supposed to put that out in the universe, but I'm right. I'm putting, I think cheater? it's gonna be Jeter. no.
1: Then who's gonna give those important speeches? That's
2: true. You will lose speech, will lose. montage guy. That's absolutely, <laughs> yeah,
1: you're not. No, cheater's not going anywhere. It can't, it's gotta be somebody. That hurts us a little bit. Like
2: Jeter, Jeter would hurt us. I love the guy. That's why it would hurt so much if he left, but if Baldwin, Baldwin, his real name, <laughs> if Slattery <laughs> or uh, or Chandler left, if either of those two guys left, it would hurt really, really bad. Jeter emotionally, man. I love Jeter, but he's the third of those 3 and you could lose him without losing the trajectory of the show.
1: Okay. If this would have been season one, mm-hmm. I would say, okay, because he was going out on missions. This season, though, he's been staying back. That's true. So if you predict he's going to die, he's going to die on ship, We've there's going to be a torpedo. We've seen
2: coming episode that there's a torpedo situation and it looks like the ship gets rocked. So I'd yeah. assume it gets hit. Maybe he go. I don't know. I'm just saying. And it doesn't have to happen this episode, but it would have to happen soon because there's two left.
1: Two. There's the 13, season? right?
2: So after this, there's two left. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, okay, one? so it yeah. would have to happen pretty damn soon. <laughs> well, I yeah. know there's two, because it's the it's Tuesday, September 1 is our makeup day okay. for the 30th. And then the 6th is the finale. And, and, and Travis Van Winkle couldn't do the 6th because it's Labor That's Day. Right. That's, That's right. That's the problem. So That's there are right. two left. They
1: are, okay. No, I just know. I can't be a uh, cheater.
2: Other folks are saying we're done with crew deaths. I could see us being done, too, just because there's two left. But I think there's one more coming.
1: I think so, too. I feel like... There's two episodes left. It won't happen this coming episode. It'll happen season finale episode. That's Can, what I think.
2: I, I need to throw out a question to our viewers because we have Navy folks who watch this who know a lot. Mm-hmm. The customs after death. There was the thing uh, when Jeter was giving his speech during the you know the, the 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 speech portion of the show, which is like every episode they give a great speech. Um, the the plate and it looked like a lemon piece and maybe like a. A thing of salt? or something? Yeah. Or the little white... Was it salt or sugar?
1: Yeah, I, don't know. I saw that, and I was like...
2: What does that mean? Is that... I mean, it had to be significant because they, they did the shot. Right, something for honor, I thought.
1: Like, it's honoring something. Yeah. Someone in so some what's capacity. The,
2: so what's the memorial? We just saw it. I would have looked... If we see this... This is the one bad part about doing aftershows right mm-hmm. after. If you see it on Monday, you do the aftershow on Tuesday, you look stuff like that up. When you see it at 7.52 and you do the show at 8.01, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a lot of time. Right. Um, but I would like to know that... If there's a custom there because they shot it specifically. They shoot things specifically. That was not an accident. Mm-hmm. So what is the lemon? And is it salt or sugar? It looked like salt or whatever. It looked
1: it is. like a like a plate. Yeah, it was right? just open
2: on a plate. Yeah,
1: it was weird. Very clean. Very yeah. Almost. Um,
2: and like glasses, I think were turned over. Maybe I'm thinking too much. Um, but that would be something I would
0: want to know.
1: Yeah, let us know if that's anything. Uh, not to go too away from Jeter and the important speeches. What did you think of Mitchner's speech that he does? Because they tape him, yeah, and that's the message that they're going to try and get out to the people before they go out to the blue rig, or blue rig, the oil rig. You know why <laughs> I said blue? Because Project Blue knows what you yeah. really talk about. But the oil rig, uh, that speech.
2: Good well speech. done. So Michener, so I can't remember which one of us mentioned it last week. Maybe it was Nick, who said that he's not totally on board with mm-hmm.
1: I said I've said that. Okay. So, I, I don't know if I said it last week, but I said it when he first came out. And one of my reasons is because of the roles this actor has portrayed in the past. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. so Michener now appears to be on, on board. board. After this speech, I think he's on board. You
1: think he's fully 100% on board? And maybe board? he
2: always has been and we just read too just, much into it. Yeah,
1: maybe. It. 100%. Yeah. It was a great... I thought it was a great speech. Actually, when Chandler walks in, because Slattery is taping him, and when Chandler walks in... What are you doing walking in on somebody, taping such
2: an important speech? Doesn't he know you don't walk in during recording? You stay outside the studio. There's a
1: wigwag light probably going on.
2: What are you doing, dude?
1: Like, uh, was
2: If I was slattery, I would have just yelled, cut. And been like, uh, dude get
1: out. Yeah. Who are you? Yes, I was really irritated by that.
2: You might be the captain of the ship, but Slattery is directing this film. Yes, you I would Get the hell out of my film.
1: And he, Mitchell, didn't even like flinch. It's like, come on. You know you would have been like, what are you? As I, know. I, was, as I was saying, I'm the president. Like,
2: Every time we have a producer in here, run around to like pamper me or do some diva thing that I need. I'm always oh yeah. I'm always like, hey, who are you? Like, what's your like? (laughs) Do you you need to take a picture with me? I'm like, come like I would totally do that if I was Mitchner. Yeah, you're the president. Yeah,
1: come on. Yeah, I'd
2: be a terrible president too. You
1: you probably would be.
2: This show has a lot of jobs I would not be very good at doing. No, they include holding guns, physical labor. Honor,
1: physical labor, <laughs> honor. Oh man, that's Mr. Bobby DeMiro for you.
2: <laughs> a lot of bad, a lot of bad jobs for me. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit here with my fly sluttery. Yeah, I like, and, fan uh, yourself, fan talk yourself. Talk about
1: it. So yeah, I thought it was a great speech too. I was like, oh well, well said, board. well done monologue, good job. Uh, but Project Blue Nose. So Slattery comes across these private documents that have been certain words have been blacked out, and this is what Sean Ramsey is using to deliver these incorrect and conspiracy theories. Incorrect facts, conspiracy theories, all that good stuff. And Project Blue Nose was their uh, undercover mission to go find the cure that they didn't even know what was... Remember they they didn't know they were out to find the cure?
2: Yeah, they had no idea what they were doing. Right,
1: only Rachel Scott? Yeah. So they come across that and that's when Michener says that powerful statement that you liked when he was like, no, we take over the network and we use it for ourselves. And you were like, oh, Mitchner,
2: Jeffrey Mitchner." Yeah,
1: you got excited about that one.
2: Kate's boyfriend. Yeah, hey, I, Kate. I
1: think you wanted him for a boyfriend for that hot minute.
2: I miss Kate and Nick, by the way. Kate has a so, migraine. You don't miss Nick, don't lie. Nick's sick, too. <laughs> um,
1: it's going around.
2: And the sickness. Is it, though?
1: Yeah, at work, everyone at my work So is do sick.
2: I need to be worried about It's August. How are people getting sick it's in August? It's the
1: change in weather. How, like, last week it was, like, 102, and then this week it's, like, 87. What are you talking about? This week it's
2: 104.
1: No, not... Like, tomorrow it will be, but these past couple of days oh, have not well. been. That's what it is, the change in.
2: When you don't have a weekend social life like I do, you you <laughs> tend to stay in. Um, no, I really like that speech. I really like Michener's whole idea here. He's getting a little tougher.
1: Mm-hmm. There it went.
2: I almost got it. He's getting not a little... <laughs> He's getting a little... Swing and a miss.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> he's getting a little... Um, he's getting a little more decisive. Yep. This is a big thing. The last couple episodes and early on, he was very indecisive. He couldn't decide what he wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. And now he's really into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope it doesn't swing too much and he becomes power happy. Yeah. Because that would that would ruin the show for me. Um, if Michener became too power driven and it became too much of a power struggle with him and Chandler, I like Chandler so much because everything he does... Like, it it doesn't work out perfectly, but obviously it works out because it's Mm -hmm. the main story of the show. But Mm -hmm. everything he does is compelling, and he's smart about it, and he knows the shit better than anybody. He is an expert on that, obviously. And if we had a power struggle between him and a guy who's ignorant to the Navy, Mm -hmm. I get it a little bit. You have to do it a little bit, probably. But if it happened for, like, a whole season and there was a story arc... I'd be real disappointed in
1: that. Yeah, that's not what I want to see in the show.
2: I want to see I want to see Eric Dane kick ass. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if he fails, he fails. But I want it to be on Chandler's terms. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be on anyone else's. And remember, early in season one, when Slattery had a little bit of a power struggle <gasps> with Chandler. I was
1: just going to bring that up. Yep.
2: And and it ended quick. Mm-hmm. And that was good. Yep. A little bit of a struggle. Okay, you, you're not. You don't trust him a little bit. Okay, mm-hmm. we can get discord and whatever. But a whole story arc of it. Yeah. I'm not feeling that.
1: I agree. And I'm totally with you. It's because Michener, come on, he's not even really a president. Like, he doesn't even know if he's the, he's, he's the real, secretary. right, yeah. the real responsibilities of a president, let alone a Navy ship. So I'm with you if that. He's-
2: yeah, if they, they focus on that, and maybe they, and I'm not saying they will. We don't know what they'll do in season three. Maybe yeah. they will focus on it, and it'll be compelling as hell. You yeah, that they're, they're paid to write this stuff. But I just, I get the feeling that that storyline, if they did a power struggle with Mitchner and Chandler, I'm going to sit here next year and I'd be like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. so I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um. But I. But we are going to see a little bit of it, and we probably should. Yeah. Uh, Mitchner needs to be put into his place because he's strong and stuff. But one day he's going to go too far doing something. Mm-hmm. Um. And in the meantime. We just need to have people stop dying.
1: We do need to have people stop dying. They're losing people and like
2: flies. They need they need reinforcements. Seriously. I know,
1: but Chandler did tell Mishner we will. Do it. He said, I will get it out. The, remember, he was like, We need to get this out to the people. He's like, I will get it out or die trying.
2: And he nearly did.
1: And he, yeah, he nearly did. Now,
2: does. we obviously, Chandler was never like at risk for death. Like, no. F- w- when Chung died, I was like, Okay, Chandler's not going to die because you never kill off the main star hero no. the same day you kill off other people. Yeah. Right? He gets his own death.
1: Oh, episode. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, 100%. So if
2: Chandler dies, it's going to come like face to face with Sean Ramsey or some other villain we have yet to meet and it's going to be like drawn out the whole episode and there's going to be tears in the viewing room at after buzz tv and there's going to be like i'm just not going to go on twitter for three days afterwards that is what's going to happen when chandler dies
1: hashtag truth yeah so they try and go get this video out to the network they go to the oil rig and it's a group of them uh and they kind they get on the oil rig they all split up a little bit right before shit hits the fan at the oil rig I thought it was very adorable when Beva says says to Burke, green shoelaces. And then he's like, what? My shoelaces ripped. And you make it seem like there's a convenience store around. And then Woof tells him, she's got you now. And then he slowly under his breath says, yeah, I know. Poor Burke. Right? I did not think Beva was going to die, especially after that encounter. I was like... Let me get we should have
2: we should have we should have texted Jocko Sims right when it happened and been like, "Are you okay?
1: Are you okay? Do
2: you want to talk about
1: it? Yeah, because I I mean I cheated him. I was like, I shed tears really? with you. Yeah, <laughs> That's I was awesome. like, I shed some tears with you, man. That's I, I feel it. I feel it. I was. Oh, I did not see that coming. You even asked me, "Who do you think's gonna die?" And I did not mention her once.
2: Nobody, right? Like I didn't because she's a good character to die. As weird as that sounds, she's yeah. she's she's important and you remember her and it gets you but she's not so important that the whole thing gets aborted.
1: Exactly. So
2: she's a good and she, you would never think of her. So she's a pretty damn good character to die. That's good. Good little piece of writing. Chung, man, that's tough. We just we talked about it at the top of the show. <sighs> yeah. Chung dying is real hard. I
1: know. Ooh. And uh Andrea Garnett, Lieutenant Garnet. Yeah. You can her face when Chung
2: Hey, more than that. What about Granderson?
1: <sighs> Granderson. Yeah, let's Man, okay. So they're in the oil rig and like They spread out. They actually find Valkyrie, or it's a person. Valerie. Valerie. Valerie, played by Tanya Raymond, who I think I've seen you on Law & Order SVU. That's how I remember. You've seen everybody
2: on Law & Order SVU? (laughs) Law & Order SVU (laughs) (laughs) employs more actors. Yes,
1: thank you. Thank you, Dick Wolf and company.
2: (laughs) Everybody's (laughs) guested on that. Yeah. Uh, I have an episode coming up next week on that. Just kidding, I don't. if I did though, <laughs> it would be with the fly swatter.
1: It would be with the fly swatter. Uh, so they find Valkyrie.
2: Valkyrie. So, so, so this is interesting because they convince her a little too easily. You For said somebody that. who is so conspirit, well, we would consider them conspiracy theories. For her, it's truth. For somebody that is so driven by her truth, the it flies the in your government- hair. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, just watch yourself.
2: The government is out. Are you kidding?
1: No, it's seriously. Swatch yourself. Hit yourself in the face. You're lying. <laughs> I You're know. so
2: lying, right? I'm not hitting myself in the face. All
1: right, you could have gotten it, but millions,
2: all right. millions of people are watching this, and by millions, I mean hopefully thousands. Yes. Um, and we love you guys. We really do. Uh, hi, mom. Um, <laughs> the uh, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing about Valley. Let's start over. Valerie, she gets convinced too easily. Okay. She is a conspiracy theorist, what we would consider one. She has these conspiracies about the Navy and the government and not stopping the thing and killing people and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And
1: she's real smart. And she is. Apparently.
2: And, and, and then Chandler is like, well, your conspiracy is wrong. And I liked his sarcasm a lot. Yes, actually. it was
1: actually great. It was funny. Yes.
2: Um, but Chandler then is like, <laughs> here's the truth. And Valerie's like, great. Valerie's like, okay. Like, it just, she didn't fight enough. I don't know. She seemed so standoffish. She seemed like she was so ready to stand up to these guys who she didn't respect. Mm -hmm. And then Chandler's like, no, 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 you're wrong. I'm right. And she was just kind of docile. Like, oh, okay. And then, you know, things blew up and she tried to run anyways. Yeah. But it seemed weird. They, they didn't convince her. Now, the thing that did convince her is being on the ship. Yeah. Valerie, you gonna learn yourself a lesson. Mm-hmm. When you go on that ship and you see people dying around you, we are not playing on the USS Nathan James. I don't know why I'm getting so amped right now. Yeah, all but for Valerie. But that was my favorite part of the triage scene when when Chung died. Yeah. Beavis died. Granderson's crying. Burke is crying. All this amazing stuff is happening. My favorite part was the cuts back to Valerie. Because she's like, excuse my language, she's literally sitting there like, oh shit. Yeah. This is so real. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is not a joke.
1: Yeah, when they're getting uh, explosions, that are, or what, I don't even, how were they shooting? What was that? What kind of? It
2: was like an RPG, like a rocket propelled... There yeah. we go.
1: I I would not know that. Uh, but yes, you that. mean
2: on, on the on the on the boat? Though.
1: Yeah, the yeah. little boat with the civilian, which we at the time didn't know was just a normal civilian that had heard the message that Sean Ramsey had sent out. So this isn't even the Immunes. This is just somebody else, another threat that comes out of nowhere on a small little boat and then starts blowing up the oil rig, and then shit hits the fan.
2: Literally, when Literally. that oil rig blew up. Um,
1: we lose instantly. We lose Lieutenant Lynn Walker instantly. He gets blown up. The one that was like dealing with the gases that Beavis was like trying to help out. Uh, and also that is when Aisha gets is around one of the explosions and Chong. Chung is a hero. He grabs her and he's like, come on, don't give up. Let's go. We got to go up these stairs. And they go all the way to the top. He says, I think it's broken. Is he talking about his arm or his... Yeah, I think right? he's talking about a bone. About something, right? Because yeah. he couldn't get up. And she's telling him, like, don't give up. Like, let's go. Uh At the same time, Chandler goes after Valerie because everyone's kind of, like, lost their head a little bit just from the explosions, like, trying to get back into... uh What am I trying to say? Like... They can't concentrate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so Chandler goes after her. Still kind of dazed and confused, but he goes after her.
2: And he shouldn't have done it. And this is why I wouldn't make a good Navy person is I would have said, screw you.
1: I've, when she ran, Try getting I was off like, this thing, shoot her in the leg. Where are you going to go? Why are you going to run? A- shoot her in the leg and then go grab her where, instead of chasing her. Where are you going
2: to go? Also, how'd you get on here? Did she have a boat? Did she just take a boat out? How'd you get on here and how do you eat? That's what I want to know. How do you
1: eat? What's in that bag?
2: I mean, did the oil rigs, I assume they have stuff, because people go on the oil rigs to work. Mm-hmm. But like, how much stuff do they have? This has been months.
1: Well, shut What I thought is that she and Sean Ramsey have a friendship.
2: They do. And so
1: so Sean Ramsey is the one providing her with that.
2: Yeah, maybe later. That's true. Yeah, like he'll
1: show up. I mean, they have a sub. He knows that's their center. I
2: guess. Okay, that's a good point. The network. I guess just like at first, when she first went out there before she met him or whatever, it's like, how would you... Did you bring enough food for like months?
1: Yeah, that is true. Because she said that she went out there to try try and stay away from the disease. And she said, you know, I created the six... Million untraceable. I have six million untraceable followers to this. So she w- she went there. Yeah. But what if she? Maybe we'll find out. That's a good question. How did she get out there in the first place? Maybe Sean put her. I out assume there just in the first a
2: boat, place. but I think she went out there on, on her a own. Boat. But I assume she got a. I mean, it's not that far off. Yeah. Because they had that civilian boat come out. It's not like it's a big deal. It came out. Yeah, pretty I quick, guess so just just wondering the time level of all that cuz she didn't look like she was you know a girl who would rough it. Mm-hmm. She was kind of a tech nerd. She had and the she engineering good. stuff.
1: Like she didn't look like dirty yeah. and like she'd been through some rough stuff. I mean her hair looked did. She had like color in her hair. I
2: feel like that was probably part of her style though. She was a little like, you know.
1: But I'm saying like oh!
2: We just got something good on Twitter. Keep going.
1: What I'm saying is her hair had color in it. And for all the ladies out there, having a fake color in your hair requires you to constantly keep doing it. So I don't know how you had the time to keep doing that. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully we will get some answers. But the oil rig basically gets destroyed. And everyone that was on the oil rig goes back on the ship. And this is when we kind of find out what's happening. That Andy Chung is bleeding from his brain. Uh, Burke's all burnt up. Beavis is not responding. Uh, Aisha seems to be okay. But one by one, we start to kind of lose them.
2: I'm glad you said lose them because this is wonderful and this is why Twitter is the greatest thing that's ever been invented. And I'm, I'm serious about that because the communication is so fast. We got an answer for this. Thank okay. you. Thank you to uh, Ben Quo, who talked about the missing man table oh. what we saw So okay so in this in the scene they weren't able to bring a body back i can't remember who it was was it walker that they said or the other one the
1: other there was another one that okay. they couldn't bring the,
2: back. they weren't able to bring a body back yes that is the missing man table when somebody is killed in action fallen comrade table um missing or imprisoned military service members uh point of observance couple things table is set for one uh they say, set for six places, members of the five armed services, and a 6 place reminiscent of civilians who died during wars. The tablecloth is white, symbolic of the purity of their intentions. Single red rose in the vase signifies the blood that may have shed in sacrifice to ensure freedom in the USA. Yellow ribbon on the vase is, uh, this, I think the same yellow ribbon. Yellow ribbon worn on their lapels that thousands who demand with unyielding determination a proper accounting of their comrades who are not among them. Mm-hmm. Slice of lemon represents the bitter fate of the missing salt sprinkled on the bread plates symbolic of the countless fallen tears of families as they wait inverted glass represents the fact that the missing and fallen cannot partake so there was an inverted glass Wow. and a lit candle reminiscent of the light of hope which lives in our hearts to illuminate their way home away from their captors
1: nicely done production crew on last ship but for that's, putting all that together.
2: And that's the thing. I mean, they need to, you know... They, get every they, detail. Yeah, they, we talked about this on the show. We had Stephen Kane on. He talked about it. The actors talked about it. They get every detail right, but that's one of them, the, the fallen comrade table or the missing man table. In this case, fallen comrade because they know he died.
1: Thanks for tweeting us that. Yeah. That's super interesting. That's good interesting, Yeah, and I'm glad we were able to get this now and able to share it with everybody else. That's crazy. Uh, so we, like I said, start saying goodbye, losing them one by one. We lose Andy first Andy Chung and right there not only do you see Garnet Garnet's eyes kind of just you know look like she's lost one of her maybe one of her kids like somebody she trained somebody that she worked closely with but you also see Aisha because Aisha was just saved by him Mhm I was I was not not loving it I was like Damn.
2: A lot of guilt for Aisha. a lot of guilt yeah. for Granderson. Uh, her, in her,
1: in a lot of her character, like in, yeah, in a lot of her career on Last Ship. The, the mom, the
2: yeah, mom exactly, before. absolutely. There's a lot of guilt with her, know, yeah. real or not. I mean, she shouldn't feel guilt for this. She no. was on a mission. She shouldn't have felt guilt for her mom, but she did, and she will. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna probably see that from her, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Beavis.
1: And then Beavis, they they, and when they first bring her in, they say she's not responding. But, and I was like, her, she's breathing. Like, her eyes are open. What do they mean? She's not responding. Because Wolf is like, hey, 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 stay with us. And then he's with her. And she seems to just kind of be, I thought she was just in pain. Obviously, she wished she had just gone through. Uh, but then uh, Dr. Rios, is mm-hmm. it? Is Dr. it Dr. Rios? Rios? Yeah, he's the one that's with her. And then-
2: Oh, the other doctor. This is the other doctor they picked up.
1: What is, he, what is his name?
2: I don't know his name.
1: <laughs> well, the other doctor, not Rios, not Dr. Rios Scott. was
2: working on Tex. That's yeah. right.
1: Rios was working on Tex, who was shot in the ass. And the other doctor <laughs> is working on Beavis. And then Burke comes over. And he turns, like, Beavis is on her side. And it looks like she has metal lodged into her spine.
2: This gnarly dude. Yeah. And
1: <sighs> he just looks at Burke and nods his, shakes his head. Says basically no. It doesn't say a word, but shakes his head and doesn't look like it's gonna be good. And she says to him, "I can't feel my legs." And that whole exchange where he's like, "Oh, you know, it's just because they got you all strapped down," and she's like, "You're a, a terrible liar." So you suck at poker. All she should have said, stuff. "Win
2: one for the Gipper."
1: Win one for the Gipper. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Win
2: one for the Gipper. Famous. Never mind. It's a football thing. Um. It's just a fan. Never mind. <laughs> it has nothing to do with this. Uh, these people are big boys and girls, though. Burke's a big boy. He yeah. knows how to deal with this. Granderson's a big girl. She knows how to deal with this. Okay. I know it's tough now and it's really tough and stuff. But like these guys are pros, mm-hmm. you know. And so Burke, right there, you could see how hurt he was, mm-hmm. but you could also see him be like. This is what I signed up for. Yeah. You know, this is a little extreme. I didn't think we'd have to go to, like, an apocalypse to have this happen. But, you know, this is what a sailor does.
1: Yeah, even though you said that, you're right. This is what I signed up for. I don't think he signed up to, like, find love in this situation and then lose love
2: this is why and I'm gonna talk to Travis Van Winkle about this next week (laughs) this is why you don't fall in love in these situations I know you don't choose who you love Mm. I Mm. I get it Mm -hmm. you know whatever Mm -hmm. um in some cases, you got to be careful, man. And, and to his credit, he was careful. He was when they, when she tried to have sex with him last. Well, last episode, yeah, last it was week. last episode. Uh, when she tried to have sex with him, and he was like, "No, let's wait till we get to shore." Like he was trying to be careful, right. But his heart was still involved. His she heart was still
1: definitely, yeah.
2: And so it hurts. Yeah, but it hurts Wolf too because he has a history with her. Exactly. He and her have been working together, friendship. So mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, it's tough either way. It's just I think tougher when you let emotions get involved. You yeah. know, so. Yeah. If you and I were there and you were dying, I'd be like, hey, we had a nice run.
1: Thanks, man. Oh, I feel good about myself. At the same as this whole thing's happening, Chandler also has, like, metal lodged on his side. Which we didn't know about because he's wearing, like, his coat or, like, his jacket. So
2: did it go through the vest or did it hit not on the vest? Because it looked like she uncovered the vest. Yeah.
1: It probably, he probably had it open and then... I or did it
2: know. go up the side? Or I, not that it matters. Not I mean, that, I believe that he took shrapnel.
1: Right. It exactly. just, uh,
2: whew. Also, he, he needs to just shut the hell up and go into surgery.
1: He d- and that's, I think that's going like, to lead okay. into uh-huh.
2: So I have a few fears and one of them is anything done to my eyes okay. creeps me out. The other one is the ocean. It's scary because it's so big. And the third one is stuff inside you. So when people say like, oh, his brain is bleeding, which yeah. they said with Chung, I was like, no, 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 it's happening inside. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one is, is this like the laceration of your liver or whatever it would have been. And he's got metal inside him. And so mm-hmm. when he's like, oh, can't it be operated on now? I'm like, uh. Take it out.
1: Well, he couldn't be operated because he had to go listen to Jeter's speech.
2: Take it out right now. He that—that's the—that's like, go... that, that's the, that's like all time creepy for me. I don't want shrapnel in my bot. Take it out. Yeah. And do.
1: But this, you know, we had to have him get a little bit hurt or a little injured yeah. because that was the way he and Rachel Scott were going to interact once again. Earlier in the episode, they slightly interact.
2: Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Is it all good now between Doctor Scott and Chandler?
1: I am going to say. No. I don't think he's, I don't think this is, like, we, we've moved on.
2: No, as in he would still turn her in on the mainland I'm not he saying
1: he's turning her in, but I'm saying this is not the end of us hearing him talk about what she did. I don't, is, I don't know, I don't, I don't think he's going to turn her in whenever they get to land, but I do think this is not the end. It's not like we're moving on and we're not going to hear it anymore. I think we're still going to hear him talk about it, uh, but I, I think it's on the right path for them to be able to, you know, move forward and still have that relationship that they had before, not the not like a romantic relationship, just doctor to captain type of thing you know what i'm saying uh but they had an interaction earlier in the episode <laughs> where we also on. see where they, i know you're not i don't care i'll keep talking uh <laughs> where we also see foster mm-hmm. she has a pregnancy yeah
2: that's good yeah uh, that was totally just out of nowhere. blown over like like forget about foster we got yeah. an important thing to deal with yeah what about that yeah
1: so foster is getting like a slight pregnant or it's not a pregnancy checkup by dr scott and everything seems okay he walks in quickly foster leaves at the very beginning, this is in the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. and oh, then yeah. uh, I found it. Inter- he asks her about the cure. How fast can we spread it? How the whole, you know, contagious cure? She explains, and then he's like, "Okay, like so serious, has no expression, you know, because he's still angry." And then as he's walking away, she's like, "Captain," and he just silence, and he walks away, and she says nothing. And I was like, Ugh, "He hates her." Well,
2: um, he does. I'm more interested that that Foster got her pregnancy checkup from Dr. Scott. Mm -hmm. If Dr. Scott is grounded to the ship for just the, the virus, wouldn't Foster go to Doc Rios? And I know you just but need. But she
1: said, she says, I found it weird to go to a guy for. Oh,
2: that's true. You're right. Okay. Good call. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. That's okay. what it was. She, okay. ma-
1: she made a comment about that. Because I also thought the same thing. I was like, if she's just restricted to doing certain things. Yeah. How is she doing this? But then. And
2: I know you need it as a device to get Chandler in there and to start. The... So I exactly, get it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, I forgot about that. That's yes. a good point.
1: Yeah. And then they get reunited again at the end of the episode because Chandler's hurt. And Chandler thanks Dr. Scott. And Foster thanked Dr. Scott they when they had her. that interaction, too, when she was doing the pregnancy checkup. Yeah. Very sincere, Foster said thank you to Dr. Scott. And I thought Chandler was also being very sincere.
2: Foster's a nice woman. Mm hmm. Chandler had his life saved. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll thank somebody if they save my life.
1: But she's like saved his life more than once, technically. Has she? I'm creating the cure. Oh,
2: well, yeah, yeah, sure. You're <laughs> like, oh, a, really? That's, that's a big one.
1: Yeah, he yes. forgot about it. No big deal.
2: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh-oh, I have a great tweet coming in, and it's gonna... <gasps> oh, man, I almost don't want to read it because it's sad. Oh, no. Uh, got a couple minutes left, but we can do this tweet. Um, uh, it's so sad. What is the tweet? Uh, you said earlier that someone else dies. What if it's Foster's baby because of the virus?
1: Dun dun dun.
2: Because theoretically, maybe you couldn't immunize a baby that early because they have crazy. to get a mm-hmm. series of shots. I, I don't have any kids. Yeah. But don't you have to get a series of shots over time with like a child? Mm-hmm. So maybe you couldn't immunize something as strong as the virus cure that early. So wouldn't that be something?
1: That would be something. We should go into a prediction with be. this. Let's do that. Let's do that because I like this. I've said now, it before.
0: You're after Buzz TV.
1: I have said it before.
2: It's hitting the mic. Is it? That's good. I like this fly swatter. I think I'm going to hold it on every single show for the rest of the year.
1: Lucky all of us. (laughs) Uh, So
2: (laughs) unlucky is the person sitting next to me on a four-person table because they're going to get hit.
1: It'll be Nick. Uh, (laughs) Put Nick on that side. I said this earlier in the season that Foster's baby wouldn't survive. I didn't see how. I didn't. I don't think it's gonna be the virus, but I agree that I do not think Foster's baby will survive because if she has, I said this, she can't get pregnant because she's gonna have to leave the ship, and Green is not gonna go with her. You can't have a pregnant baby, like you can't have a pregnant lady about to pop on this ship when you're like fighting Sean Ramsey and torpedoes and all this. Like she's got to get off the ship. That means what danny bye danny and foster
2: um i think they would just put her on bed rest for like the last month don't you think you could kind of you couldn't do without her she's important but, but once she
1: has the baby would she give it to her mom
2: well you could probably you could probably let tex take care of it um I'm, who else is on the ship who could help you wait a second who else is on the ship who could help you everyone else no who's the one person who came on today What were we talking about? Valerie! Oh! Wouldn't that be weird? We don't know anything about Valerie's backstory. I don't know if she would continue on or they'd dump her somewhere. But we've seen that once people are on the ship, they don't leave the ship unless you have a really good place for them. So if they can't find a place for Valerie, and she hasn't been immunized yet, though she will once she's on the ship, they haven't found a good place for Valerie yet. What if she's like the caretaker and we start to learn more about her background? This is a very specific prediction. It doesn't have much to do with the main crux of the show, but it just got me
1: thinking. Oh, Okay. Maybe I don't think so. I don't either. Uh, but hey. I don't think so. But I do think there's more to Valerie than meets the eye. Like you know, so she's at the end. Her and Chandler do talk, and you you know, it seems as though she's on board. Nah, I don't think she's on board yet. Hmm. I think that she might. She's she's figuring it out. What's in the bag? Tell me what's in her bag.
2: Communication stuff, software, documents. I don't know whatever's in the bag. Valerie could be your new communications officer. It's true because you're gonna lose. Uh, Foster. That's mm-hmm. what Foster does. She does not communications like Granderson does, but she does on ship communications yeah. and stuff, yeah. right? So you could potentially like, you know, give Valerie to do something. Yeah. I don't know. Just throwing it out there, seeing throwing stuff against the wall, seeing if it sticks. Seeing if it sticks. I don't have any good predictions today. I was kind of caught off guard that this stuff happened today, and I'm worried that because if it were in the second to last episode, we'd have a res- we would have a resolution yeah. next week. Uh-huh. Because it's in the third to last episode, we can resolve a little bit more next week, and then we can go crazy. Yep. On September six or and whatever. That's why I Labor said
1: Day. there's going to be another death. I think so
2: too. I'm going to have to keep my Jeter plan. I'm no! only uh, Listen, I'm only keeping Jeter now because it would look disingenuous of me to back off him. All right. And I'm all right. Not, I respect And I'm that. not one of those people. When I say something, I stick to it.
1: All right. All Except right.
2: for the saying the thing about this on the rest of the shows, I will not be carrying the fly swatter anywhere else. Uh, but the Jeter thing I'm sticking <laughs> to, I think he's the most apt, the most likely of the three big, of the three main horsemen, mm-hmm. I think he's the most likely to go.
1: I hope you're wrong.
2: Not saying I wouldn't miss him. I don't dislike him. I think it'd be really painful to watch right, him go. I just right. think his makes the most sense.
1: Yeah, it just would suck to lose him, not just because we love him so much, but just because of all those speeches. Like, it would suck to lose him for that, because then who are we going to have? I am going to get... I'm going to do a prediction. Aisha might go. Aisha, I say, could possibly be killed, though.
2: Why, though? Like, would you miss her that much? Not. Not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, no, I'm, but, like...
1: Because of that. Like, we know her well enough. We have a relationship. We know her by name. We've, you know, had been with her since season one type of thing. But it won't affect the ship operation
2: that much. Take that one step further. A person we know very well won't affect the ship operation that much, be very tough to see go. Tex? Tex. I think it'd be crazy. I don't want to see him go, but if you're going to kill a big character, even even different than Jeter, if you're going to kill a big character, I think Tex could go. Only because he's really important on missions and Mm -hmm. stuff, but he's not a sailor. Uh He's he's an extra. He's a hanger-on. So theoretically as valuable as he is, you would think that the last ship that the, the USS Nathan James would be like, well, we can find a way... Without him, because he's found money. We didn't expect him even as long as he's been around. And I think it hurts so bad to see Tex go. But I don't want it to happen. I'm not predicting it. I'm just saying it could happen. And I think he'd be the crazy, the crazy prediction.
1: If Tex goes, I say it goes saving Rachel Scott.
2: Ooh, that's interesting.
1: That's how he'll go. If he goes, he goes out with the bang, being a hero.
2: If text goes I go. Not nah, I no. No. But close. I would really <laughs> I would really miss that guy. But I think I think he's who of all the main main characters, I think he certainly could because he's so we know him so well and yet he's so extra.
1: Yeah. That's true.
2: I don't know. Just throw it out there. I
1: know. Tell us what you think. Tweet us. Please tweet Bobby at Bobby DeMuro on Twitter. You can tweet me at Monsie Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S.
2: And before we forget. Just a couple
1: things. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Yes. Comment, tweet us any questions, anything you want to tell us, and... What well, Bobby's about to tell you is very important.
2: Tuesday, <laughs> September 1, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Next Tuesday, nine days from now, Travis Van Winkle will be in here. Not the normal Sunday show. No. We are not going on the 30th. We're going on Tuesday, September 1st. A little late. The Stupid VMAs. Um, everything gets screwed up when we're on award shows. It's but true. Tuesday, September 1, Travis Van Winkle is going to be sitting right here. So send us your questions. You can tweet them to us. You can do them on YouTube. You can send a carrier pigeon. I don't give a damn. Get them to us. Just get them to us. I already have a bunch of good ones. So far, so keep them up. We'll see you guys in nine days.
1: Yes, thanks for watching and listening. See you next week.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network.